0: I'm Marisol and I'm Adam. Welcome to Reading Aloud, a podcast where Adam and I get curious about meaningful and not so meaningful topics.
1: Meanwhile, giving you insight into what we talk about, why we talk about it, and how we talk about it.
0: Be on the lookout for a new release of this podcast every other Thursday. Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in. So I'm not 100% sure that I'm stoked on sharing this podcast, feels super vulnerable. Um, It's about fertility and it's about our fertility journey. And we don't share this for a number of reasons um, very often with folks. One, because it's super personal. Two, because it's a deeply spiritual journey and that can be hard to describe a lot of the times. It's nuanced and yeah, it's just uh, deep, And the third reason is because no matter what you say, no matter how you present it, no matter what... People always share their opinions, and there's just only so many opinions that you can receive during a time like this, and everybody has their own way, which we talk about later in the podcast, but it's rarely, rarely do people know what to say or how to, how to be with this information. Nobody wants you to struggle or suffer, and everybody has a solution, so hopefully you're not going to be one of those people. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so just in terms of the the setup throughout the course of this journey, we really came to realize that uh, each month was almost a roller coaster of emotions and that each week within that month had its own dynamic characteristics.
0: And that this feels important to share because basically we've committed to sharing parts of our lives and the realness that we experience and also because You know, I think there is a hope that if there are folks out there in similar situations that they can feel comfort by hearing us talk openly and honestly about it. And also, you know, it's a example of how to go through massive strife or conflict Mm -hmm. or difficulty, really challenge,
1: Mm -hmm. you know, it's Mm -hmm. the
0: same way we approach all challenge.
1: Yeah. So what we did for this podcast, which is a two part series, is that we did short recordings each week during a month of our cycle.
0: And it was amazing how often themes would come up throughout the months and all, or throughout the weeks, and then also just how how different we felt.
1: Yeah. Each week. How different and the similar things exactly. And so in this part one you'll hear a couple of those weeks. You'll you'll note the change in weeks by a little musical interlude, so don't shut the podcast off when it goes to our theme music. There's another week coming up. And yeah, that's Yeah. Let's share it, I
0: guess. <laughs> yeah. It's it's vulnerable. It's a big one. Thanks for listening, y'all.
1: All right. Enjoy.
0: Bye. So this is period week or or this is the like we're going to record about the week leading up to getting your period to the day that you get your period which was yesterday Um, the story goes as such we took all of last week off because we were going to be going out of town or we, we are out of town and so we took the last week off to try to get some spaciousness to do some house projects part of me knew that that was PMS week and I was like great if I'm gonna get my period, we'll have some spaciousness and we'll see how that goes. It um, it also we only were working a half week and we decided to take it off and so
1: yeah you go ahead and start and in my of
0: yeah my experience of this past week has been that my mood swings were a lot less. Hmm. And part of that is that I'm getting acupuncture and some things that are supposed to help with PMS, but my experience was that it was less, I think probably because we had the week off and we were connected. But I, I definitely do feel like it went better. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I th- so we've been on this journey for years of, of trying to get pregnant and infertility, and compared to this week has been a little easier. And I think it is because of our ex- our experience. I think we let go a little bit this week leading up to it and because of the spaciousness.
0: And I, it actually surprised me because we're on letrozole. So it's our first time doing any kind of actual intervention other than timing like ovulation sticks and timing our our cycle, but it's really the first time we've done anything, so it should have been much more of a disappointment. But I could feel it coming, and it's just you know, I mean, it was a bummer. But we were also looking forward to going out of town. It was a unique week, taking time off, looking forward to going out of town. So then what ended up happening? Yeah, I was going to say,
1: so tell us a story of, like, which was good and bad. It was good. It was good, yeah, and kind of...
0: Well, of course, it's been terrible, yeah. But so what ended up happening was we arrived to St. Louis for this wedding of your cousin, and um, the first night that we got there, we... Went on a little jog. We were doing some stretching, and I dislocated my knee. My knee was off of my kneecap, off to the side. I had crumbled. I'd collapsed because it, I had no. It yeah, I had no. knee completely I had no knee. out of place. Yep. You, I was like, "Put it back in! Put it back in!" You put it back on, and we go to the doctor, and they they're suggesting an X ray, and I'm like, "Well, I could be pregnant." And so they were like, well, we'll do a pregnancy test. And then we go, the doctor comes in and it's like, so you're not pregnant. And I'm like, uh, okay. And I told no, her. What did she
1: even might have said, like, Congrat- congratulations? No, she not- didn't. <laughs> she did not. She
0: just said, so you're not pregnant. And I was like, okay, well, that sucks. And she was like, oh. And I'm just like, you know, whatever, insult to injury. And so again, we knew it was coming, but then that went away, right? To find out, right. so then we we're had in this an urgent
1: care with your X-ray. dislocated knee, and they're like, "So you're not pregnant." That was the moment in which we found out it was.
0: <laughs> it was like the whole thing, and I'm like, I mean, all I could do is laugh. I'm like, "We're not pregnant. My knee doesn't exist. We're in freaking St. Louis. Who knows if we're, like the party's going on and we're not there." Ugh.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, this week...
0: But it was a distraction. It was a distraction to have my knee dislocated. It's almost like I couldn't focus on...
1: What has been your experience when you're, like, building up, and, and you have that experience where you know that your period is coming, Do you are you still, in those moments, maintaining hope that, that it could be, could not, or, like, I don't know. What, what has been yours as a woman and, like, that intuition? Do, do you start to question your intuition?
0: It has varied so many times because in the beginning, I thought the friends of ours who are highly intuitive will just talk about knowing and a lot of people will say, I just knew. And so, you know, I've never just known other than that one time that I think we were pregnant, but it was gone in a flash Um, and there've been times where I've been pretty positive that the circumstances would have created, like everything was right. Or the time that I was ovulating on May day, like literally the day of fertility, you know, and I just thought there's so many pieces that are right. How could this not? come together like the universe is conspired in all the ways it's gotta be the time
1: right right
0: and then at the end of the day when I start to feel my period coming at first I thought I mean honestly I thought this is what, you know, people say getting pregnant can feel like getting your period because you, all of a sudden you're experiencing rushes of hormones and changes in your body. And so having not been pregnant before, having That's, not really th- been pregnant, I think maybe it's, a, yeah.
1: That's a key point because if you're trying to get pregnant, those feelings, you're like, oh, are these feelings of getting pregnant?
0: Right. But now that we've had some rounds of that and I'm so much more in tune, i uh, I'm fairly certain. It's a specific type of ache. I mean, it's the same thing every time, babe. It's like the low back. My legs get really tired. Obviously, the mood swings. You know, it's very specific at this point. I don't think being pregnant is going to feel like that on that week. Maybe that week passes and there aren't many feelings. Maybe at some point I have moodiness and achiness. But it's the fact that it's always, because I have such regular cycles, it's always that Right, leading up to that fourth week that right. I feel that way. It just, I don't think it's going to be like that, babe.
1: Right. For, for me, it's, it's, it's really this incredible journey of just, I, I do, I get in denial. You know, I, I get in denial about it. And I start to play over these stories about stories that we've heard from other people. Because on the journey when you're trying to get pregnant and you're struggling with infertility, you hear nothing but stories. And literally everyone around you starts to get pregnant and have babies. Oh my gosh. It's just I mean incredible. As soon as we
0: started it was like boom, 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 boom. Now everybody's on two.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now and boom, 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 Jeez. And the thing is, is like for me, I start applying tidbits of those stories.
0: The ones you want selected.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Where somebody's like, "I really didn't think I was pregnant," and then bam, I was, or there was no way I could have been, and then bam, I was. So when you start saying, exhibiting mood swings, or start saying, "I am gonna get my period," that's exactly the thing. Is there that pop something my you head. can
0: do different because it, it? Once I know, like, here's the thing: is if I'm pregnant, the baby will come. Right. So, like, can you just get on board with me when I know that I'm not? Like why can't you just I mean, I experience want... what I'm experiencing with me? And then if for some freaking miracle I'm pregnant, we'll both be pleasantly surprised, but at least we're together in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I want to. You know, I do. I do want to, and I I I think I'm I think I have improved like I think there were times near the beginning when I was much more resistant.
0: Right, like you'd actually verbally not argue, but dispute.
1: Dispute, right? I, I am, you know, and, and I would uh, recommend against that. Not not because, like, it's just, it's not because of even the relationship or communication. It's just, like, that's not helpful to either party at all. It's not helpful to your intuition. It's not helpful to me as, like, just kind of how I'm showing up. And so I, yeah. I I hear you. I I do need to get better. It's 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 almost it's so hard to avoid those thoughts, but like it's just really hard. It's I think really for hard. me
0: and maybe this will make sense to you, but I think for me there's this sense of playing master puppeteer. Yeah. That, you know, there was also there were also times where I thought, if I think I'm gonna get my period, I'm literally gonna manifest it. And that is way deep into that's like that's like basically canceling out all of science and biology to think that I'm getting this feeling of getting my period and that if I go if I tune into the truth of that, then I'm gonna somehow will my period to come. And that, that's, I don't, I can't have that much power.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I don't think it's, it kind of captures you in that place of hope that you can't be, you know how that negatively affected us, honestly, is that we would be in denial and I'd be a raging PMS bitch and we'd be like, but we're pregnant. Why are you being a bitch? And then all of a sudden it becomes about me being a bitch and not about the hormones that are like flooding my body right so it's like it's helpful for me that we acknowledge when it's my period because then we can say this isn't about you this isn't about me yeah it's acknowledging that
1: foundation of of where where we're at yeah yeah and you know and I'm sorry for not not being able to it's just it's this has been a it's been a really I've been surprised at how how new and how I, I don't I guess I just feel like nothing has prepared me for this like, it is so common, and like, nothing has prepared me for this, these, these feelings, this roller coaster every single month. And it is so new. It is such an emotional thing that's so new. And I feel so woefully underprepared. And it has only been through these months and these experiences that I've, you know, grown at that. And it's been really difficult. And I, I just, you know, thank you so much for. Just supporting me even though you're the one with all these emotions you know I so it to any men out there who are who are listening and and might be struggling with this like don't think that you know you're going to know what to do if you start struggling with infertility because at least in my experience, again, nothing has prepared me for this, and so you know, talk to find another dude who that's struggled what with I was it. Say. Talk to some people as I think soon as that possible. That's
0: really important. Because Don't wait years in. You made a you made a good point about you know me supporting you, and of course I support you, and I do think it's important to. Remember that the impact at this point is the heaviest on me and that, you know, I come to you, but then I go out to my friends and I think that, you know, different, like I can react towards you. I don't think it works the other way around that you can react at me. I think you need to go also outward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's really important. It's really important. Thanks. Thanks, babe. Yeah. Thank you.
0: So I wanna talk about where we are now, which is what I call the freedom
1: weeks. Freedom
0: It's like the only time we're happy because we're free.
1: Yeah. I mean it's yeah, it's the the peacefulness weeks because there is no there is the the least amount of pressure in the roller in the monthly roller coaster of infertility.
0: Right. So it's where I'm bleeding. And then it gets a little, nowadays, it's getting a little tenuous after that. But so the week, so as soon as I get my period, my mood is, I am fine. Right. It's like literally, it just released the dam. I can
1: see clearly now the, the blood, blood has is.
0: come. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is better. Um, <laughs> it's true though. And all of a sudden we're not pregnant and it's a relief. Right. In the sense that we're not waiting and we're not all caught up in the waiting. And we're not...
1: Should I be doing this? Should I have this glass of wine right now? Right. Should I exactly. have gone to hot yoga? You know, like you're saying, oh, I know that I'm not pregnant. It's
0: Honestly, it's the knowing that makes yeah. it so much mm-hmm. easier. It's the knowing. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. A, it's a brilliant thing because it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just an amazing feeling. And not being pregnant, you know, there's also like an ounce of relief in that too. You're like, okay. We are not about to change our lives this month, right? right. I don't know if you feel the same about that.
1: I mean, I think that obviously we talked about how there's grief when the period comes. But after having infertility for several years now, it's almost as that grief hits. But it, it, it does pass more and more quickly. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It, we, we flow into these more peaceful weeks and there's an
0: <laughs> no openness. No <fun> intended.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. But there is there is an openness. There's a freedom. And you're right. You're like, oh, we don't. I'm sad that I'm not changing my life. Because that's what I want, but in this moment, there's a there's kind of a present moment mentality of a little bit of freedom, some breathing.
0: And I don't know why, because it doesn't feel like it's possible, but it does happen that you're like, all right, back to the drawing board. Like I don't know that solution oriented part of yourself for me, anyways, gets ignited again. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna figure it out. uh, We're gonna figure out another way. And like the options
1: open up, right?
0: And like sometimes it feels like. I don't want to do the next step. Like some of the options feel really scary and like they're just more
1: heartbreak. And we've been pushing a lot of those options back, you know, like, and it's, and it's interesting that often those decisions come in this week. And then when we're in that grief period, they feel much more relevant. Oh, we should, you know, be being more aggressive about the IUI or the IVF. But we're not, and then we get into these more freedom weeks over and the like course said, of the cycle and we clearly. say we say, Oh, well, let's just try again. Like I feel okay about it right now. I feel peaceful about it. Let's just go see what, happens. see what happens. Yeah. And then and then I don't know if that's true or not, but it's like it has felt almost then the then is do you feel like the crash is even more when it the pressure has seemed to build a little bit when when it doesn't happen but at least for now i feel good about it
0: yeah Right, I do too. I mean, I just I don't know. It is amazing to me that the hope returns. Mm-hmm. So the next thing that happens, and we're not quite there yet, but we went through this last month, was that we get into the like kind of pre ovulation phase, which again, the period week and the pre ovulation phase feels so freeing. You know, it's like anything is possible. Sex is great. We're just totally not under pressure at all, and we you know, life is just like cool. We're just doing our thing. We're focused in on work. We're having fun with friends. We're having a glass of wine if we feel like it. Like you said, we're doing all the things that we feel like we would normally be doing. Nothing's different. And then we get into, you know, we started taking letrozole last month. So now that pre-ovulation phase has this added component that it didn't have before. Before it was again just like, okay, we're not ovulating yet and we're starting Starting with ovulation sticks and just kind of tracking it, but there were no emotions, there were no anything last month with the letrozole. All of a sudden, now I have this extra month of emotion. I mean, extra week of emotion. Mm-hmm. The letrozole is creating quite a bit of hormones and feelings, and so it's unfortunate because the freedom weeks, as people can probably hear in our voices, is there's is, is like a little a lot lighter,
1: A lot lighter, and you know one thing. I mean, that- you're singing. Yeah, I mean, definitely on the other weeks, I do not feel like singing. No. Um, there is one maybe thing... Maybe a Metallica one song? One thing that I've learned, maybe... Megadeth? <laughs> yeah, something Black like that. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath is my Korn. favorite. No, I'm not... You know, that's, that was for a brief period. And Pantera. I, I sing year.
0: Pantera songs.
1: You do sing Pantera songs. What I was going to say is that there is... What I have learned over this journey is that it is important for these weeks to not only connect as a couple and almost build up some resiliency in a way also I have learned to prepare in a way of not only mentally but in a way of knowing that you're going to have to have extra space in those other weeks mm-hmm. in the trying week in the period week in the the waiting period weeks may be a little different but in that trying and that wait in the trying week and in the period week you need space in your life mm-hmm. that is not the week to add on some extra be out of town be out of town or or not the week to do a ton of social activities yeah, yeah. or things like that like you need space with your partner during those weeks. And so in this freedom week or whatever, freedom week, where, where did we come up with freedom? Anyway, I guess that's just what it feels like.
0: Um, let's see, what else do we want to say? Unfortunately, the letrozole again, like I said, takes up, you know, really kind of takes away some of the joy. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Cause we won't do that for forever. We're just trying that for a couple months. This, you know, this yeah. might even be the last time.
1: It's a great time to have sex without the pressure. The you know, Freedom Week. The Freedom Week. Oh, yeah. It's a great time to have sex to without, with To remind ourselves
0: that we can do it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Because during that trying week, the the pressure is just crippling. Yeah. Um, and so, and I'm sure we'll talk about that, but like... Yeah. You know, that, that pressure is just crippling. Yeah. So, so we can just, like, have
0: fun, and then all of a sudden it's like we actually want to have sex. Yeah, it's yeah. the best.
1: So it's, to, to me, it's just, I'm, I'm really just kind of coming away with, like, this is a foundational week. Like, this is where you build up what your resiliency. What do you resiliency. think
0: about the resolve, though? Because that, that led to fights last time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, that, I think that it's important from my male perspective. It's important to be just as tuned in to the timing as you are you know and i think that that's something that i have learned in the sense that i need to do just as good a job being on top of either the the pills that you're taking or the timing or what week we're in as you are and by not being tuned in i can really be out of touch and that leads to more conflict during a very emotional tenuous period of this infertility it's real this is real and if you check out as as a as a man, if you check out and 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 your partner is is super tuned into the timing, that is unhealthy it's for a, the relationship. It's no choice, but to be tuned in. It's no choice. So no, no,
0: no, for the woman, there's no choice. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so the I mean, woman, it's there's happening. No t- exactly. Right, yeah.
1: Exactly. And so I have just learned, and I thought that I was tuned in at a certain point, but then it's like these layers of an onion. You're like, oh yeah, I'm tuned in. I know what it is. Oh, now I know this and this and this and this. So never think that you are completely. Fully, you know, and, and you really need to commit to being tuned in and and going further than you think you need to, mm-hmm. um, and and that benefits. So I think you know with the left and is
0: all, you'll still probably crash,
1: and and you'll still probably crash, and that's you know that's part of it, but that effort there, so. You know, and this is a good week to center into that. I, I keep coming back to yeah. like, this is the resiliency week. Yeah. this is the week where you build up your this is where you strengthen your relationship, you 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 have your you know your more relaxed sex. you you build into that time off in prep for like your trying week. you know you you build in those things because it's going to take the the next roller coaster ride, which you kind of know is coming is just going to take everything that you've got to to get through it in the healthiest state that you can. I'll just
0: say, as we wrap up, it's like the whole thing is a spiritual practice. Very much so. Right? Like, it may sound like we're coordinating everything to a T, but honestly, the the, the reality is it's a ton of surrender. Yeah. It's yeah. a ton of surrender. It's a, it's a great point. And to just be in the present moment and to and then to start to have some perspective of like, I didn't feel this way last week or mm-hmm. I felt worse mm-hmm. last week and to start to really see those patterns and then detach from them so that they're not quite so personal. Thanks, babe, for yeah, the conversation. Of course.
1: So we're here and it is the trying week. Um, which is basic my, the ovulation week.
0: My favorite.
1: Yeah, it's 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 and I think hypothetically when you think about it, it should be a great week, but Oh everybody's like, have fun trying. Yeah, have fun trying. But the thing is, at least in our experience, is what we found is that the pressure to have sex is crushing.
0: Yeah, it's a n it's truly a nightmare.
1: It is a nightmare. It's the only
0: time I don't want to have sex with you. <laughs> It it is like... That and when I'm tired.
1: Yeah, well, and of course the only time when you have to have sex during the trying week is when you're tired. I mean, we it's just... For me, personally, it was incredible that last night we're having to try and we we were in a beautiful space. We had come home. Our communication was on point. We were loving each other. We were watching this, like... tearful moving stories about love on on the tv and we were just really connecting and then we were like we should try to make a baby right now tonight's the night and it it crumbled it just crumbled from there because <laughs> how many times did we try pressure. like four, four. Four times before we were i guess successful if that's how you wanted to find success
0: yeah it, it for me it, it's just like you know I, I, we took some time off last month we've taken different periods of it's almost like we can only have sex when we are taking time off which then becomes insane and people will tell you anybody who knows that you're going through a fertility journey will tell you all sorts of stuff like go on vacation okay well when you're 3 right. years in right. you can't go on vacation every right. month and Then it's like, go camping, go outside, get drunk, do this, do that. And it's just like...
1: Go forget about it, you know? Yeah, well, don't,
0: don't even get me started with that. But yeah, it's like all these things. And then at the end of the day, I guess what I have come to understand is that we truly do have to create spaciousness on both ovulation weeks and PMS weeks. So basically, our lives get slow twice a month.
1: Right, right. It's the
0: only way to make it through.
1: That's what's interesting that I think for me it just kind of brought up was how time-consuming, like nobody talks about that aspect and I really feel it this week of like how time-consuming both actual time and energetically and spaciousness, it takes to to give towards this and, and then there is on top of that this added amount of pressure to to create something that you want so badly. And but here's you
0: know. here's what everybody is sitting on the other side of this podcast saying. I know it because they're all I can like practically see them trying to open their mouths to talk shit to us. It's like, well, don't don't have so much pressure on yourself, or you just you need to relax or whatever. And I think that the thing that it's like we're talking about it in this week in this moment, but there have been months where we have practically been abstinent for the sake of not trying. There have been times where we have tried to, out of sight, out of mind. We've tried all of that. There's
1: been times when we've had sex every day and really enjoyed it. Right.
0: So it's like in this particular week, what we've decided to do, and I don't want to spend too much time justifying it, but is we've decided to, we're on letrozole. So we're on a medicine that's supposed to facilitate a really robust ovulation. It's our second month doing that. And we're going to take advantage of the fact that I that that's really hard on my body. And so we're going to actually effort in the sense that we're going to time it, we're going to do the ovulation strips, and we're going to just kind of put forth a little extra effort. But this is the thing about all of life is that you actually have to pause and slow down so much more than you ever realized to do just about anything.
1: Yeah. It's been harder for me to approach sex in this very like kind of mechanized way Hmm. um, where we have to, especially in the moments when I, when I know that we don't want to, mm. right? Like that's mm. really di- more difficult than I thought. And I think it's almost like if you'd have asked me outside of all this and you would have said, well, can you just do it? I'd have been like, hell yeah, I can just do it, you know? Mm. But there is this, there has been this incredible, like unknown amount of emotion and feelings and and, and pressure that has really inhibited me from just being able to do it in these moments when I know that we don't want to. It's, it's been almost overwhelming, and I did not expect that. Hmm. And I think in any other time, maybe not any other time, but like outside of this situation, I would be able to. Like well, outside of
0: this situation, we probably yeah. wouldn't be in this situation where we would have sex if we didn't want to.
1: Exactly, exactly. And so that's been a whole new, real journey for well, me, I mean, really emotional for me. And then to almost process that as a man and be like, wait, can I, can I not do this? You know, questioning myself a lot. And like, you know, those, those moments when it's just not happening. It's like, it's been really, really hard. Yeah. Just for me, I did not expect that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I think that that's the societal training that you should just be able to do it right. Like Mm -hmm. get it up. Do it, right? Like any woman who's available or open for any version of business is like, just be a man and do it. But the reality is, is that it's an emotional experience and, you know, we have physiologically I, you know, we can make it work for me. It has to, you know, we have to be in the mood for it to work for you, right? We have to be connected and it actually you know, I'd much rather it be this way than another way. I'd much rather you be the kind of person that wants it to feel good and to be consent-based and to feel like a positive experience and to be emotionally connected. It would be, you know, to each their own. But for me, I'm not mad that you aren't rote about it.
1: Yeah. One thing that came up for me as you were talking was, do you think that the fact that we are trying to make a child also plays in with the emotional aspects of how we feel when we have sex. Oh, for
0: sure. Yeah. I am horrified at the thought right. of be, of the baby coming out of a non-love making session. Right.
1: I've <laughs> thought about that too. I don't think well, we've that. Well, in the beginning
0: that, like... I feel like I was, these cosmic experiences of, the, you know, like the timing was the timing was right, but not because it needed to be right. Only be, The timing just so happened to be right. But we, you and I were in a completely different space about it. And that was just like, I mean, I was positive that children would come from that kind of love. Right, when they stopped, right. I started thinking about all the people who have babies in so many varied circumstances and that that it doesn't, you know, in my background and training feels, the, the therapist in me has this feeling about, The intention behind it. I think in general we have this feeling about the intention behind it But the truth is is that babies come into this world in all sorts of ways and I think that you and I will Laugh if the baby came up in one of those super mechanized times
1: So for me the takeaways of this week are that there are an incredibly There's an incredible variety of ways that it could go. We have had weeks across this three-year journey where it has been super fun and I've come home for lunch and we've had these really... But the longer it goes on, the more mechanized pressure, and that can be really hard. And for me, that has been a huge learning experience. I think
0: one other thing I want to mention today is that we are dealing with the fact that it is, like last night as we were sitting there and we had tried three times and we had basically at the end, we're both in tears, and at the very end, I say to you, this is bullshit. And you're like, this is bullshit. And I'm like, no, legitimately, this... (laughs) Trousers barking in her sleep. I'm like, this is actual bullshit. Like, I don't feel this way about you. You don't feel this way about me. And our bodies are not non-functional. Like, a week ago, when I wasn't ovulating, our bodies were functioning just fine. (laughs) Right. And now they're falling apart. They're literally, my anxiety is high. Your anxiety is high. We're freaked out. We can't do the thing. It's not working. And it's a bunch of bullshit because it's just the pressure and the stress of it all. And... Again, for people who think just let go of the stress, like first of all, shut up if you've not been in this situation. You wouldn't be saying that if you have. Secondly, it's it's a fine line because we could, I could be on this medicine and then we could decide to go with our own rhythm, but that's really intense for me to take medicine that throws me in a, a mood swings and feels like it's a lot for my body to then go oh we didn't we weren't in the mood that week so we just didn't do it so we're just trying to make the most of this and I I want to say that at the the fourth time came because we cried our eyes out and at least I did and you cried and then we just like prayed for calm Mm -hmm. and honestly it was a miracle that we got that I got calm and that um, I could trust you again and
1: yeah and then we came together
0: it was awesome too. It was great. It was great. <laughs> it was after all odd. that,
1: after all that, after literally hours. So what time was it? It was. It. We didn't go to bed until like two thirty in the morning.
0: When's the last time we stayed up that late?
1: Um, never. Right for a really, <laughs> long like <laughs> right, a really long. time. Maybe like our third date.
0: Right for really long time. Yeah. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Well. Um, for all those out here or who are experiencing this, you know, just know that that pressure is real, that other couples I am sure are experiencing it, at least we are, and um be try to be easy on yourselves because it is it is um yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit and it doesn't necessarily reflect work. how you feel about each other or work in that the way manner. you think it's going to work or work the way no you matter think
0: it's what happen. everybody thinks is right
1: yeah so have fun trying <laughs> <laughs> bye. bye
0: thanks for tuning in and listening as we discuss what is meaningful and curious to us
1: and don't forget to rate review and share with your friends bye, bye.